we should probably start by today we're going to talk about English and we're going to talk about English in Korea, the English language in Korea. So we should probably start with some maybe introductions and your English experience. That makes sense. Yunso, do you want to do you want to go first on that? Okay. Um, first of all, hi, my name is Yunso Jeon, and I grew up for like for my whole 19 years in Korea, and I've been to abroad for like travel purposes, but I've never been there for like long term. So, yeah, my English experience is whole in Korea. So, yeah, nice to meet you. Min Jung. Um, my name is Min Jung, and. As the same as you, so I've never lived abroad. I've been in Korea my whole life, and I've um, got through gone through all the courses that a typical Korean student would have. So you're like the Korean Korean experience, yeah. Minjo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, excellent. Well, my name is Kyungin Oh, and I was born in America in the States, and I lived there for approximately ten years, rounded up, and. Ever since I came to Korea, I've never left this place, so I'm kind of strange to America, but I still have some things to say. So, mm. Yeah, it's kind of interesting that your experiences will be different because if you lived your first ten years in America, Kyungin, did you speak English at home, or was it Korean at home and English at school? How did that work? I spoke in English at school and yeah. at home Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, As as a child, what was that like? Because I'm I'm curious because my kids are doing that right now. I mean, was it just something that just came completely naturally? You didn't think about it, or yeah, I didn't think about it. Um, yeah. in America, well, I mean, a lot of the teachers told me told my parents that the only thing that I talked about was Korean. In Korea, we're like this. In Korea, we're all about that. <laughs> I never went to Korea, but I was like, that's very <laughs> Korean of you from an early <laughs> yeah, age. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, so when did you first encounter Korea? Like, did you have to watch Teletubbies as a child or something? I don't know. Me d discovering Korea? Uh, English. I'm sorry, oh, English. English. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, for me, my kindergarten was trying to teach some English because a lot of parents loved it. So they just put, like, ch children's song in English and they did, like, market day events or something like that. But that English is very basic level, you know. They talk about, like, oh, hi, I'm fine, and you, those kind of, like, very typical Korean phrases. Mm -hmm. And um, in elementary school, I was very interested in, like, pop music, mm. especially from, like, America or Europe. And... Um, As I said in the last episode, I'm the kind of person who looks at the lyric when I listen to songs. So mm. I learned a lot of natural phrases from the songs. And after like hearing it, um, if you get interested more and more, you want to learn more and more about the language. So I think that my elementary school era was the start of my English language. What kind of pop music were you listening to? So I learned um, about Rosalia from yeah, you last Rosalia. time. That, that was new for me. I'm learning. Yeah. What were you listening to at the time? Um, by then, as I remember, Carly Rae Jepsen okay. was very famous. Call Me Maybe was yeah. the song. Yeah, it's a good song actually. Yeah, isn't that it? was Call my favorite. Is, is, yeah. It's a banger. Mm. Yeah. Minjong, when did you encounter English? Um, so I guess until when I was about five years old, my mom didn't really have an interest in English. Mm. She just was. Do better Korean. You grow up. You start English in elementary school, but then we went to America on a family trip, and then I remember 
in Florida, I was at like a water fountain sort of thing where kids、mm. run around, and an American girl, she walked straight up to me and asked, "Hello, what's your name?"、Mm. And I was like. Huh? <laughs> Because I didn't know any English at that time,、yeah. and my mom came over and she was like, "Oh, this girl doesn't know English. Sorry." And then、um, when we went back home, I think that was the start of me being interested in English. So I asked my mom to send me to an English kindergarten,、mm. which was like heading towards its peak、yeah. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to an. English kindergarten since、uh, six years old or something. Wow! So that little girl changed your life. <laughs> I think. Either、so. way, thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Does your mum speak English? No. No. My dad does a bit, but. Okay. What's your dad's English like? I know this is a weird question, but I'm just curious about like your parents or English in the home or something like that. I know this sounds weird, but、yeah. I've never heard my dad speak English. Wow! Like, yeah. Like I, I think he can like、yeah. because he lived abroad, many countries.、Yeah. He goes a lot. Yeah, and he lived in Morocco for about two years.、Mm-hmm. I think he he is a good English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average. Yeah. It'd be interesting、manage. at the dinner table one night just to start <laughs> speaking English to him. Hey, Dad, how you going? <laughs> <laughs> It's different, isn't it? Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Darby, do your parents speak English?、Uh, Kyungin, Kyungin, do your parents <laughs> speak English? I never heard them speak. Wow. So, like maybe、um, to my to my teachers、yeah. at student conferences, maybe,、yeah. but never. I've never.、Wow. I don't know why I should. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's interesting. It's weird.、Yeah. I I wish I could surprise you now. Well, guess what? I have a recording <laughs> of your parents. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be really awkward. Yeah, I know. Yunso, have you ever heard your parents speak English? Oh yeah, for sure. For my mom, she、yeah. is more of a like KSAT type of English speaking. So she doesn't really speak English as a language, but、mm. she knows like have PP or something like that, like、mm. the grammar rules that we were forced to memorize.、Mm. But for my father, he's very fluent, and it's highly like to. My father to watch this podcast, so、mm. yeah, I'm giving a shout out to my father. <laughs> Hi, Yunso, is that? Yeah, he's very fluent, and he often speaks to me in English. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he does. How did he get so fluent?、Um, did he live in Morocco? <laughs> Not Morocco, but in Germany. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he did, and he works for international company, so、yeah. he has to speak English very fluent. And when he was like. My age, he started his English journey very earlier、mm. than the most of the people of his age. So、mm. he's very fluent. Does he have an English name? It is international. He just、company. goes by initial name. Oh, okay,、mm. yeah, yeah, that's very common for for that. I guess it's amazing how you all speak English so well. And we were just in here with the the owner of this studio, and I asked him, "Can you speak English?" And he's just like, "No." <laughs> and that's really true for a lot of for some people in Korea that if you said a sentence to them in English like "How was your weekend?" they would just look at you and go, "Huh?" as if they wouldn't understand. Just like if I were to say a sentence in Korean to my mum, she wouldn't understand it because she doesn't speak Korean. I guess was English ever hard for you? That's a weird question, but do, you know, Korean sometimes is still a little bit hard for me. You know, I, I do struggle. Was, was English ever hard for you? Was it just one of these things that just it, it just came naturally and you just? I think、um, it wasn't really that hard.、Mm. The way that students would approach a subject, I never did things like that.、Um, I think English is just like a language,、mm. 
Mm. I speak. It's like me speaking Korean. I speak English too. Yeah. So, um, I don't struggle with grammar or I uh, sometimes I can't find the right words. But yeah, I think that's pretty nice. We Bad. we yeah yeah <laughs> that's good that it just comes out that, that it's not hard. Kyungin, is it is it hard? Well, I mean, my main problem is that I might be naturally shy. I guess mm, right. That's the big obstacle. But I don't know. The language itself is just—it's only a tool. So, do you do you feel like you're lucky? I mean, language is a skill. I think some people are good at singing. Some people are good at dancing. Some people are good at languages. Some are good at math. Was there any kind of effort into it, or did it come naturally, or? I was just born lucky. I was born in the right place at the right time. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yunso, is it is it your father or is English still hard? I mean, you you're willing to come on English language speaking podcast and just mm. you know that's quite a takes a lot of courage, I think. Yeah, it does. And for me, it wasn't very a long time since I spoke English as a language. Mm. Like it's been like one semester or something like that. It it was too short because, mm. um, like last year. By this time, for me, English was the only subject thing or exam thing, mm. not a communication thing, and I still feel like that way slightly because I'm worried that I would make any grammar mistakes or any like very Koreanized accent of Englishes, and um, your attitude like it might be like not polite word, mm. something like would could like would you mind something like that. And we don't have like please or thank you culture very much in Korean. So yeah, some of them are confusing, and some of the structures, the sentence structures are very different. So mm. yeah. My mum said to me the other day over dinner. My mum's here in Korea at the moment. She said to me over dinner, Korean people don't say please, do they? Mm -hmm. She was looking for the word. She was still trying to translate sentences, and and it's not really there. There's a whole different kind of mindset that goes into it, and I think sometimes. Korean. This is a generalization, of course, but Korean people want to do things perfectly, mm. so they're scared of making a mistake with their prepositions or their articles or their grammar. But when you're speaking English, it doesn't really matter too much. I think. Mm. Is it, how does that kind of perfection or accuracy or, or, or things like that work? For me, like last semester, I tried to translate a whole sentence in Korean to English, mm. and then I spoke. So. Um, that had a bad effect on like communicating very confidently. But mm. now that I know that confidence is the key and the like minor errors in your sentences does not really hinder you from communicating so well. So yeah, it's whole different. Minjung, mm. Kyungin, like accuracy or this worries about perfection or, or grammar, you pass that? Well, to me, um, the things that I talk about are just spontaneous spot, um, spontaneous um, thoughts, and mm. they're all like puzzle pieces. Like I might start a sentence in English, but then the perfect word for whatever I'm trying to say could be in Korean, and yeah. I'd have to translate that. I'd have to translate that. So if I can't translate that, I have to find some kind of other, um, what do you call it? <laughs> some other kind of word. Mm -hmm. And it just bothers me that I can't use that <laughs> Korean word because it's perfect. Yeah. And and like even if I just use that other word that I don't really care about, mm. it just it keeps nagging at me. Like I didn't convey my thoughts. I didn't convey it. I need to convey it again, mm. and it's mm. really, it's irritating. There are some words that you just cannot translate into English, and I'm sure this happens with all 
with all languages, but like tapape or something like yeah. that. There's, yeah. there's just no English for it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work like that. Minjongi, you pass grammar and perfection, and because I, I, I'm asking this because I think that's a lot of the focus sometimes in Korean education, and yeah, and yes. that's the style. But that's nothing to do with communication or being able to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm, st- I think I'm still at that stage. Mm. Maybe just I try to speak like a bit naturally. I try to find phrases on Instagram or YouTube. Um, and I try to be more like the um, people who live there, mm. actually. Mm. Is that, does that count as like perfection? No, I, I think it shows you that social media and globalization and means you have greater access mm. to real English and how people are speaking and all the different accents and dialects and expressions. We need to say something about your accent while we're here, Minjong, because I, I, I think it's fantastic. I know you feel suddenly like the, the spotlight is on you, but please don't. But my accent has really disappeared since I've been here. Um, if I go back to my hometown in England, my, my accent will come out strong. But I remember when I first arrived, so 19, 20 years ago, people didn't like the British accent here. Yeah, they, they were so didn't. used to friends and how I met your mother and this kind of American culture. There wasn't this kind of, I don't know, Sherlock or Harry Potter doctor who didn't seem as big then. And so there was this kind of, not British English, please. Can we have American English? But I think you sound rather British. Bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say a bottle of water. Bore water. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. But you've been here the whole time in Korea. Yeah. I think it's I'm influenced by like Harry Potter was a really big factor because I read the series when yeah. I was seven years old. So I was wow. learning English like so, 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 so much. You read Harry Potter in English when you were seven or in Korean? Yes. Wow. That's amazing. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and tell my kids. <laughs> you got to say, Minjong did this. And then... um. I don't really remember, but oh. I think the movies, mm. they were in British accents, right? Yeah. And they came out and I watched those like over and over and mm. over again. Mm. So, yeah. And then there were a few of my teachers who were actually British, had a British accent. Mm. I got small things, collected those accents. <laughs> Has anybody ever said anything? Have you ever had any reactions to your accent? Or do people just go, yeah, well, you're speaking English, that's what it is. Oh yeah, sometimes I get that British, yeah. You have a nice, nice accent. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> mm. But yeah. then, English is English, so. My son has actually corrected his Gumon teacher. So Gumon, like being the home. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's not homeschooling, but it's like a private teacher. The worksheets. Yeah, the worksheets. It's all online. It's all digital now. They have Gumon pads. They don't have those like flip papers now. Oh, it's all, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he corrected his Gumon teacher when she said water. He said no. Sangsin ni water. That's so cute. That's so cute. Yeah, I know, but he did. He's slowly gonna learn that. Had. Kyungin, Yunso, accents? Is accents a thing amongst English learners? Do you try to sound like Carly Rae Depson or something? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like. Actually, I there is this um, kid's cartoon called Ninjago. And I was, when I was a kid, I loved Ninjago. And the voice actors, they were so expressive. And yeah. I always imagined myself in those series and mm. just talking with those voice, act, 
voice actors being the voice actors and you know i i just you know follow and copy them yeah. it's really cool um i don't know like the emotion that they convey it's like really i want to do it <laughs> i don't know it's, it's, uh. <laughs> It's amazing how influential our childhood is on us. You know, mm -hmm. whether it's meeting a girl at the water fountain that you can't answer to, or what's what's this animation, Kyungin? I don't know it. Ninjago. Oh, Ninja Go. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, and that's um, he, it's like Star Wars, isn't it? His dad is the bad guy. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I know Ninja Go. Yeah. My kids were into that for a while. Edward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yunso, how does accents? Because I'll tell you one thing about my accents. I try not to speak too much, but. Having been at Seoul Women's University since 2007, mm -hmm. I, I would hear a lot of female voices from morning to night. Yeah? And then it was about five years ago, somebody said to me, David, your Korean sounds like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? What does it mean? Really? Well, I, 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 th I don't know if they were teasing me or how it, what was happening. And uh, I was like, really? They were like, yeah. It wasn't a criticism. It was an observation of the way I was speaking or maybe the expressions or the intonation. I was like, oh, wow. Maybe that's what pushed me more towards all Korean football teams and hanging around with <laughs> lots of ajoshi dos to yeah, try Yeah, that's the... why maybe shadowing is important in learning a language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I shadow the ajoshis now. So I've got influence, <laughs> yeah. How, accents, Yunso, is that ever a thing? Um, I think that personally... Um, if you are not into Harry Potter and you just follow the regular Korean education system, mm. then you are to get a flat American accent. Because like the default mode of the Korean like listening exam or something like those are like all of them are American mm. and they have no particular accent. So like they say that, oh, this test will be done with the English accent and they say, bottle of water and that's not an english accent right so um we don't really get a chance to meet a lot of people with various accents mm -hmm. and in the english institutes mm. which we go to like elementary school then we can meet a lot of teachers from like england or america or other native english speaking countries but most of them are from america and i think that Many people prefer American accent because that's predictable for mm -hmm. Koreans in a way. Mm. Can you remember one of your first, this question for all of you, but like your first English teachers? Or like your first uh, foreign English teacher, I think is one of the questions I'm, I'm trying to put here because I think that's, a, that's an interesting relationship sometimes. I remember it. Mm. Hey, Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> Tell nice. us something about Amanda. She was... One of my kindergarten teachers, when I was six, yeah. I was in koala class. Koala class. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was the lowest level because I didn't know any English at the mm, time. Mm. Amanda was pretty nice. I remember that I was like very stubborn when I was young. <laughs> I used to I get punished it. a lot. <laughs> One day she was feeling kind of down. Mm. It was a bad day. Kids were running around screaming a lot. I don't know why. And I was doing my thing. I was whistling. I don't mm. know why. Mm. In the back of the class. It was, it was not class time, but still. She got mad at me and I went to outside for like the whole period. So I cried. Mm. But then Amanda hugged me, so mm. I forgave her in my tiny little heart. <laughs> Do you still whistle? Is, is whistling still a thing for you? No. no you, you, you I lost, lost it. But you remember Amanda. She had an American accent. 
But do you know that these days, mums actually prefer British accents over mm. American? Like, I'm, I'm not like a teacher teacher, but I still teach kids, mm. right? And I, because I have sort of like a British accent, in my academy, in my workplace, mm. some parents, um, they pick me over the other teachers just because I have that accent. They want their kids to learn. They want their kids to shatter mine. Mm. I don't know why. Um, um, maybe they think it's like authentic, yeah. maybe. Mm. Or authentic or maybe sophisticated. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. Perhaps not authentic, yeah, many but of maybe. Us think, oh, sorry. Mm. Many of us think as very um, strong English accent to be classy. Mm. I don't know why. And mm. many idol fans love to hear their favorite celebrities English accent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like they prefer English accent over American accent sometimes. And I think that it sounds more classy and new because we just learned English with American accent, as mm. I said before. So it, it may be new to us. There's yes. the trope of the, the English people always being the bad guys in movies and things like that. And that was certainly there. What's it like, Min Jong, teaching little Korean people to speak with an English accent? <laughs> Can you dance? <laughs> Can you dance? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I try to be more Americanized, actually, when I teach, mm. like, mm. for younger kids. Just because um, the pronunciation they will learn in their future will be different from mine mm -hmm. because Korea is still leaning towards the Americanized English, right? And then if they say like, like, what do I say? Learn and learn are different. Mm. They would go like, they need to pronounce that R. Yeah. So they should go learn. When I teach words to kids, I go learn. Yeah. I have a, a, a friend who used to play Shout out to Matt Randall, who definitely won't listen to this. He used to play for uh, Dusan Bears, but he would say the word mirror um, like this, mirror. And it was the greatest pronunciation I've ever heard. He would say, well, I was just looking in the mirror and I, saw, and I was like, what word is that? Mirror? <laughs> mirror. He would just like take out so many letters of that pronunciation. He would take out all the O's, I's and, and things like that. Kyungin, accents? Accents. Is it anything? Do, do, does does the English sound more classy? Have you ever considered your accent? What part of the states were you in? Well, I was born in the south okay. in Georgia, and I lived there until I was in kindergarten. And That's then... a very distinct Georgia. Georgia has a very distinct accent, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but, but I never caught on to it. I okay. at least I think I don't. Mm. And then I lived, and then I moved to Indiana for yeah. about few more years and then I went to Wisconsin, so I got closer to Canada. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know. Does Canada have an accent? I'm not sure, so I'm not sure. We're getting in close. They have many accents, I think, like uh, on the East Coast and the West Coast and uh, PEI, Port Elizabeth Island. Those people kind of sound Scottish or Irish to me. I've known some Canadian friends mm. like that. Have, do you teach English, Kyungin? Have you ever thought about no. using your English as a way to, to make bank like Mindong? I want to. Yeah. It would be cool, but I don't know any grammar. Like, for instance... <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, like... For instance, there's this thing called tubu It's it's supposed to be like you know like to be or to be sad or I don't know the mm. two in that. Yeah. But I thought it was tubu jongsa. Uh -huh. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I was like, oh no. When I when I I was like that too because 
just yesterday,、mm. I learned what an article is. Yeah. Like a、uh, an and the. Yep. From a six-year-old. <laughs> He was doing her IXL program. I learned. I、English、was like, "What's that?" <laughs> When I came here, they were like, "Professor, what's the what's the、uh, present perfect?" And I'm like, "I don't know what that is." What is <laughs> Professor, what's a gerund? I'm like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> But yeah, it's weird how we learn. What's hard to quit in Korean? Is Kwanza? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you can do it like without any grammar. <laughs> Just use your English. English. Read、yeah. books. <laughs> Things like that.、Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about the Korean education and how that works. So Yunso mentioned like briefly a little bit about hagwons or academies,、mm -hmm. and we, we've talked about English teachers.、Um, how about the Korean education and, and learning English here? You've had very distinct and different experiences, I think.、Mm -hmm. So for me,、um, I said I just went to through all the courses,、mm. typical student with that.、Um, I think I went to kindergarten, and then probably I had tutoring classes、mm. with a Filipino teacher, and then at grade five I went to Chongdam, which is like the very popular, the most popular academy,、mm. English academy. Oh, I think that I attended there too. <gasps> really.、Yeah. Chongdam is really popular.、Yes. Most kids go there. Yeah, Chongdam is not the name of a place like Chongdam Dong, but no, it's no, the no, name no, of、no. a academy. Tell me about Chongdam. It has like all these teachers. They've all come from different countries,、mm. and they each have a class.、Mm. So there are different levels. There's like pa, and then birdie.、Mm. You go straight up, 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 eagle. Oh, it's all golf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. You don't that. want to be in the bogey <laughs> class or something. Yeah, okay. I was in like what's. Albatross. Yeah, Albatross. yeah, Albatross. Albatross Plus, and the the final level is Masters. So until Albatross, you read books like Charlotte's Web,、mm. the Graveyard Book, things like that. And when you go up to the Masters, you read like harder books, or you can have debate classes. Wow. You go on debate competitions like YTN. I went there too, like having debate with my friends. I think it was a really nice experience. You get them. Like only at Chongdam, I think.、Mm. Is it? I don't mean to be. Is it quite expensive, the Chongdam? Because Chongdam is associated with. I I think of Chongdam. I think of Apgujong. I think of Kangnam Deti.、Mm. Chongdam gives me very rich, rich vibes.、Mm. Exactly. I think it is. Yeah. I don't remember because I was elementary schooler back then. But、mm. as I remember, it wasn't very cheap because, for me, they gave us. The tablet to work, <gasps> yeah. yeah. So like we actually borrowed it from the institute, and we had to pay the rent for the tablet each month, and plus the money for hagwon like monthly.、Mm -hmm. So it was quite expensive, as I remember. This is gonna sound weird, but I think I've been in a Chongdam advertisement. Really? Yeah, all of a sudden, I've just、yeah. remembered.、Uh, now I know what it is. I know somebody that worked for it, and they asked me to turn up in a suit, and it was with the tablets.、Oh. I had to、uh, do some kids. If you, if you're out there and you can gomsek, find it. You'll find me. Oh very wow! Very young man in a suit, but yeah, <laughs> they had tablets. That as a student. Yeah, yeah. Yunso, first Korean.、Uh, sorry, first English teachers. We learned about Amanda, right? I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first. English teacher in Chongdam. Yeah, she was in Chongdam, and she was from United States. No, 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 United Kingdom. Yeah. And 
Her name was Elizabeth. It's a good name. Yeah, it is. Shout out <laughs> to my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was very nice. Is there something because this is this is not a criticism, but I would walk along the street when I first arrived, and little kids would look at me and go. Miguquinonda, <laughs> and they would say like an American person is coming, but they would oh, be no. they would they would react to the sight of a foreigner. It would be like a unique experience. I think that's dying down now. People don't do that as much mm -hmm. as they did twenty years ago. But was there something about like studying with a foreigner? Was it or was it just like no, they're just people? Did you mm -hmm. did you feel anything like studying with native speakers? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's really different. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, First of all, the the payment is much pricier, about two times pricier, yeah. I think, just because of their English abilities. Mm. And then, I think I've never had like a Korean English teacher, except my kindergarten homeroom teachers. Mm. They were all foreigners, and yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. Your your exposure. Because I, I think that must have a big impact on the way you see the world and the way you see different people, the way you see culture and nationality. It's not necessarily, I don't know, maybe I'm just extrapolating too much, but it's not necessarily just about language, but it's about broader perspectives as well, maybe. Might be. Mm. Kyung-in, any takes on like the encounters with foreigners? It might be different for you because you grew up in the States, but what's that like with... Foreigners in Korea or foreigners in foreign places? Either, either, like, you know. Well, in Korea, I didn't have any exposure at all. Mm. Where, where would you go? I mean, at school, there's only one person. Yeah. And they don't even teach my grade, so um, no exposure at all. Did you feel a bit sad about that, having been yes. in the States previously? In, in the States? No, but when you were in Korea, did you feel sad that you didn't have as many? Yeah, because I felt like my potential was dwindling down. Mm. Like, um... They say that if you don't um, nurture your skills, they'll, they won't be talents anymore because you'll mm. just go lag behind. And I thought I wasn't really living up to my potential. And well, in America, I well, a lot of kids went um, were, like when they played, they play video games at home. But I didn't have a TV, so I just go out and see what other kids were available. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I don't know. I. I guess they saw me as a leader or something. So like I was very extroverted at the time and I don't know. I was a lot of kids looked up to me, like even older kids. I don't mm. know why, but they did. And I, I felt good about it. Yeah. <laughs> I felt really good about it. I thought I was like something special, yeah. but then in Korea that just went poof. <laughs> what happened? What happened? What was the change? Was it you or was it society or both age I, puberty? Well, I mean, well, first of all, well, it's me since like I don't mm. know Korean slangs and like I don't know what Korean kids like, and mm. the stuff that I did in America or the stuff that I thought worked for me in America didn't mm. really work in Korean, and it's, maybe it's the genuine. I'm not gonna say it out loud. But it's, I don't know. I keep mm. trying to pinpoint it, mm. and if I were able to pinpoint it, then mm. I would have fixed it by now, but I haven't. Mm. What was the question? You'll get there. I mean, I think many people are going with this idea of identity and where you yeah. fit in. And um, a lot of people, they, they feel that they're too maybe Korean for America or too American for Korea or things like this. This happens. This is a weird question, mm -hmm. Kyung-in, but how's your Korean? Is it perfect or do you sometimes struggle with that? Well, and whenever I ask someone, yeah, they say I sound like a complete Korean. 
Okay. But they don't treat me like... I mean, they do, mm. but only in a way that it favors them. Like, they say that I'm cool, that that I'm normal, mm. but I, just, I, don't, I don't think I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm always lagging behind, but only enough so that people wouldn't care about me. <laughs> so, I don't know, I just felt unattended to, I think. I don't mm-hmm. know, it was kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You you always seem to uh, shine in the lectures that I've been in. I can see that you get. You always call on me. Yeah, because you normally have good things to say, Kyogi. You normally, but I I think normally you normally get what's going on. Yeah, I guess. I mean, when we when we're discussing theories or sociology or 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 things like that, right? Mm -hmm. I I know if I ask you, you'll you'll have an idea, and it's normally like rejecting it. You're like, no, this is all wrong. (laughs) It's good though. That's why I ask you. Yunso, like, how does this work in terms of? Can we talk about this like socio-economic aspect of English? Um, any of you can talk about this, but like, I guess I'm going back to. I don't know if you've seen Parasite. Have any of you seen Parasite? Yeah. Seen Chung? It's amazing, isn't it? It's like it's, it's meant to be the most famous Korean film, but um, in that, there's this idea that English is sophisticated and it's a mark of the upper class, and when people, when the uh, Samonimdulls, or when the ladies want to try to appear sophisticated to people, they'll say, Oh, yeah, come, somebody, thank you. And they'll use an English word like this to try to display their grandioseness. Or is there a socioeconomic aspect to English in this country? That if you were to go to the rich places, English is more there, you go to the poor places, or this is not something you think about? Um, one of my friends told me that. She saw one Korean-looking people in a subway, mm. and she was talking in English with a phone call. Mm. And my friend thought that that looks very rich and very well-educated, so mm. she wanted to be one. So like she has a fantasy about having an ability to speak a fluent English. And I wanted to give another example about like mm. the marketing strategies. Like for example, there are like too many Instagram um, marketing cafes or like clothing stores that uses English to look classy. Mm. Like they could just say 닫는 시간, 여는 시간, as you said before, but they use like open closing, and they sometimes write their descriptions in English, even mm. if they are Korean and their target customer is Korean. So yeah, I think that some of the Koreans just fantasize the language English. Mm-hmm. There's a really interesting thing about those adverts, which is sometimes it's real Konglish or it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, there was this is far too old for you uh, long ago, but there was an old advert. I think it was Daniel Henney, Daniel Henney, and it would always say, are you gentle? Right. Mm. This was the catchphrase of the advertisement. And all the native English speakers would go, this doesn't make sense. What's going on? (laughs) But it made sense to the Korean people. The Korean people understood the English, or they understood mm. that 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 use of English there. Min Jong, you made the point when we were discussing this about the prevalence and what Yunso was saying—the prevalence of English all over shops and signboards. And when I look at when I'm doing research or just looking at old photos and old stuff about Korea, everything was covered in Hanja, like Chinese characters. You couldn't even see Hangul, Korean language, on some like. Uh, street signs and things like this or even newspapers but now there's just kind of like English everywhere isn't there yeah what does that look like from your perspective 
So, like, the thing you spoke about before, just now, about the dramas, mm. they use English and dramas, that gives me the ick, like, the biggest ick, because <laughs> from my perspective, their accent is not that perfect either. Uh-huh. No, no shade on the actors and the actresses, nothing like that, but I don't know why they think that sounds classy, rich. I don't know why using English in Korea could be looked up to. It, it's, it's sometimes similar, I think. You'll see people in England doing it. They'll, their friends will go, ciao! Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll bust out an Italian word or something. And they'll, oh, <laughs> bonjour! <laughs> or something like this. I, th- I think there's just a, a fun or a delight or a playfulness, but maybe there is something to it like that. Mm. Maybe. What about English in uh, society? What about English and the coffee shops? And is it is it good? Is it weird? Do you not notice it? Or it's weird. Uh, I I usually I just go with it. Like okay, the coffee lattes. Mm. Then um, sometimes when there's just too much, when the I look at the menu board and it's not in Korean, I kind of get like a bit frustrated, a bit irritated, mm. because at school we learn about. Um, the using more Korean words. Oh yeah. 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 Instead of internet, we can use dori yeah. It's not takdori tang. It's takbokum tang. Oh, it's a bit Japanese. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Things like that. Um, at school, when I was a student, I th- didn't think much of it. But when now, now mm. that I say these, I think it's very important for kids to learn things like that. Mm. To maintain your identity be more like a korean (laughs) this is korea (laughs) goddammit yeah but it is it's in so many places now and i'm not sure Mm -hmm. if it's an advertising strategy or just a change Uh, i'm not sure if there's kind of like a uh panjung mentality sort of anti-chinese sentiment that sometimes goes on or that that's a bit of a stretch but really seen that decrease in in Hanja characters. Kyungin, like English in society, is it cool to look around and see English signs on the uh, uh, on the door to this studio? It's got a Bob Marley quote that the uh, the owners put here. I forget what it says, but it's something like mm-hmm. "Live your love and love your live" or something <laughs> like that. What's okay. what's English like in society here on the signs and stuff? Well, I I barely notice it now, but when it came when I first came to Korea, um, I think my my aunt. Yeah. Um, she bought me a lot of um, pencils and notebooks, and on those notebooks there were like these little phrases that made no sense. <laughs> they were all really cute, and like I could get the gist of it, like fighting your life, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. And it's like I used to, I used to hate it. Like yeah. it felt so fake, but mm. I used to, I just learned to you know, ignore it. I don't know. I, I'm not you know so sensitive to it now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think maybe it's for the, the, the problem comes with the old people or the people that don't speak any amount of English when they see that English everywhere. It might, it might be quite strange for them. Um, English names. I've noticed that a, a, a larger number of people these days don't have English names. Don't. They don't. I'm not sure your perspective, but it used to be that I think there was kind of like a mandatory aspect that you were meant to have a... When I go into my lectures now, everyone's like, oh, please just call me Jihae. Like, call me, you know, uh, Yongson. They, th- it's rare for students to have an English name mm. now. What's an English name? Yunso, have you ever had an English name? I did. In Cheongdam. Okay. <laughs> yeah, in like 
Shall we try to guess it? Oh, yeah, but it's very um, old lady looking name. <laughs> old lady looking name, but that would be old lady for you. Jennifer. Mm, no. Grace. No, it starts with M. Minjung, have a guess. M. Melissa. No. Madeline. Madison. No. It was Mary. Mary. Anne. Mary. Anne. Yeah, close. Very close. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I picked up from like old books or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I and I yeah. And after that, um, I'm Catholic, so I have a church name, but it's too Spanish sounding. So if I go with that name, I would be ridiculous. It was mm. Sophia. Okay. Yeah. So um, in elementary school English institutes, they encourage you to have an English name. Mm. But um, when you grow up, you begin to know that, oh, there are like old looking name and there are like, um, I'm not trying to be racist, but like mm. there are names that reminds someone of some countries or some races. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if I go with that name, I would be a little bit offensive to some people and I would seem ridiculous. So I just decided to go with my name or simplified version of my name, but I'm still finding something. Mm. Do you think you'll stick with Yunso like even if you go abroad or will mm. you revitalize Marianne or choose another one? <laughs> um maybe I should go with Yun, which is like more easier to memorize mm. for English speakers, or maybe I should go with my initial YS just like my father does. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Min Jung, what was your Chongdam name? Um You don't <laughs> you were very hesitant about this all of a sudden. Well um I actually don't know what I was called in Chongdam. I did mm. really don't remember, but I have a name I use at my workplace. Okay. Mm. And the name is, um, because, just because, I didn't choose that name. Yeah. To be honest, um, a kid gave me that name. Mm. Uh, she got it from the Harry Potter books, said I looked like somebody, Luna, Luna, Luna Lovegood. Yeah. Mm. And I got, she got the name from that. Kyungin agrees. She's like, yeah, yeah she's nodding you behind look you. You like Luna. <laughs> 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 what way? <laughs> I still don't understand. Yeah. But like, so yeah, Luna is my workplace name. And I sort of am relieved to mm. have an English name just at my workplace because um, none of the parents know my real name, my real identity, where I go to, things like that. I have a fake, na fake age, actually. You have a fake age? Yeah. This is Luna's age, is it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm 24. Luna's 24. Yeah. And Minjong's what, 19? 20. 20, okay. Yeah. Apologies. 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what um, else is different between Minjong and Luna, apart from the age? Luna is much more kinder. <laughs> For the kids, yeah. <laughs> I go like, my, but my voice goes high, like, hey guys. Oh yeah. my God. Like that. Yeah. Because I need to teach. But then, um, Outside apartment from my work, mm. I don't prefer using an English name. Do you notice people around you not using English names as much, like at university or things like that? Have mm -hmm. you noticed any trends, any of you? I talked about this actually mm. with my workplace like colleagues. Mm. Um, one was really, really, really um, open to using an English name, like she would use her English name if she met a foreign friend mm -hmm. or even a Korean person who met her in a foreign country. Mm. And I was like, I'm the opposite. So like, I didn't get that. Um, another colleague was like me. She mm -hmm. would force all her friends 
even in like England, America, Canada, to call her name, even though it was really hard for, to pronounce for mm -hmm. them, because yeah. it's her name and it's rude to for people to change your name just because they can't pronounce it. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, I'll, I'll come back to that. It's a really good point, Kyungin. English names. names. I mean. Well, the thing about these names is that mm. a lot of these people are naming themselves and not their parents naming them. So they tend to get, like, you could tell what age they could have, you know, made those names for themselves. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. And, well, I can't really judge them because they're still their unique names. But if I start seeing a trend, and I don't know if I'll be able to really be happy with it. Mm. If something, if everyone starts being called something that ends with Sia or like... Mm. But I don't think that really happens, so I'm I'm okay with it. I'm. But did you see that on Instagram? Like, like there are influencers, like so-called influencers, who have, they who call themselves by their English name. So if their name is Yi mm -hmm. they call themselves Crystal. Oh. Mm. Like that. That's a very influencer name. Korean yeah. Influencer Crystal, Crystal Lee. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They go by that, like, like even in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's so weird. Like, I think you, you say were, a Korean person. Yeah, you were making the point earlier, Minjong, that it's about Koreans now being more confident in themselves or proud of their culture, that they're not going to give themselves an English name just to be successful abroad or something like that. They don't have to be um, Danny Lee. They can be Ma Dong Sok or, or, <laughs> or they can be Sudong or Jungkook or something like that. And the, the names and the word, they are hard to pronounce for some people. Mm -hmm. Some people won't be able to do it. Even for me, having been here for so long, um, sometimes it's it, it's difficult, some of the names. But I think now Korean people seem to be more, no, this is my name and you're going to learn my name rather than me changing to your culture or something. I, I feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think it's um, probably K-pop culture that also mm. affected mm -hmm that because like you don't you don't see armies calling jungkook jungkook by another name they mm. go with jungkook. does he have an english name jungkook maybe he goes he, by he his initial okay i don't let's let's talk about celebrities speaking english are, are there any celebrities or k-pop idols or or people that you've heard speak english really well or that it's strange to hear them a lot I think the companies give them like English lessons beforehand, mm -hmm. before debut, um, and it's kind of perfect. Mm. I was impressed. I know a lot of the idols uh, these days, they seem to be coming from uh, living abroad or mixed identities or things like that, Australia, New Zealand, Vietnam, and they seem to be very more fluent sometimes in English than they are in Korean. Mm -hmm. Like new jeans. Yeah, mm. exactly. That's what I'm thinking of. And Blackpink as well, mm -hmm. sometimes. And so have you seen any celebrities, any Korean celebrities? Like, because you all have to speak English. Mm. You've not heard your parents speak English, or you've heard your dad, but any celebrities or any, any famous figures? Um, speaking from Jungkook from BTS, yeah. I think that the member RM, mm. yeah, he speaks great English, I think, because as I remember, he learned English from scratch in Korea, and he can speak very fluent. Mm. And... For New Jeans, I heard that one of the Korean member caught the other member from like native English speaking countries. So she got better and better in English because she listens to it every day. Mm -hmm. And 
as we said before, there are like plenty of celebrities who um, lived abroad for a long time so they can speak English better than Korean, even if their um, race is Korean. Yeah, I think that we're seeing more and more K-pop idols who can speak English. Mm-hmm. Mm. And in lots of various accents and different voices yeah. and, and things like that, I think we're losing that. You must speak like this, but now people are willing just to speak however yeah. however they speak. That's a very cool thing, I think, yeah. Foreigners speaking Korean, just to flip that very quickly. Mm. I mean, what's it like being in Korea and seeing foreigners speaking Korean? So cute. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> and impressive, because it's not like easier than you think to mm. learn Korean, to learn a foreign language, any language. And then go to that country and speak it mm. to mm. your native. I think that's really impressive just to do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if a person comes up to me and speaks to me in broken Korean, I would try to answer him or her or as best as I can. Mm. Just because. In Korean? In Korean. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's racist not to. I, I think everything's racist these days. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's a bit difficult, but I th- it's always care by care, right? It's case yeah. by case. But I think sometimes some foreigners just like they want to try to speak Korean in Korea mm-hmm. and they don't want people to speak English to them. It's yeah, like, it discourages yeah. some people. Or sometimes there's the reaction that you'll say something in Korean and people just laugh at you. Mm. And then we go, like, check this out, Jay, there's a foreigner speak Korean to them. And that happens a bit. But I don't necessarily think it's racist or bad. It's just a a novelty for the moment that I think might soon Mm. die away or go away. Mm. Because, I mean, just listening to what you three are doing in English, it's just incredible. Like if uh, your language skills, your your courage to speak into a microphone, the ability to speak spontaneously is just fantastic, you know. And sometimes if a foreigner can just say a couple of phrases in Korean, we go, ah, oh. yeah, <laughs> and was, we applaud them, right? Yeah, I was also going to talk about that because I personally feel like um, when I meet foreign people, I think that me speaking English is the like basic minimum manner for them. Mm. But if they speak a little Korean, I just feel like they did a big favor for me. Like it just feels like a huge thing. I really appreciate that. And if they say something like 감사합니다 or 안녕하세요 to me, I just melt down. I don't know why. <laughs> it's funny when you see like international students and they'll do their 자기소개 or self-introduction or they'll say a goodbye thing at the end of class and at the end they'll say 감사합니다 and everyone like yeah. <laughs> because they said that one word. That's cute. Yeah, it, that's cute. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't say that about you sitting here just... Oh, you don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to use this expression that I learned from you, Minjung, by the way. It gives me the ick. <laughs> I've never heard that I phrase. I learned that from like, you. Did you? You did that in class. Did I? Yeah. I, I, I forget what I do in sometimes. like week five or something. Okay. <laughs> Awesome of me. Well done. Wow. <laughs> Kyungin, what's it like uh, interacting with international students in English? So you're in my class uh, this semester. We're yes. doing modern issues in Korea. Mm-hmm. And so that involves talking about a lot of different yeah, <laughs> modern issues in <laughs> Korea. Um, but also interacting with, with foreign students here in English. What, what's that experience like? Well, it's actually very daunting for me because... Mm. Um, 
it starts getting personal. Like, if we just talk about the stuff that you give us to talk about, then I'll just talk about it. But mm-hmm. then I get tempted to get to get more into personal things, and I'm kind of scared because I'm I'm afraid that I've I never interacted with international students for like ten plus years, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna have these little fantasies in my head about them, whether. I wanted to or not so what kind of fantasies <laughs> like you know they're gonna be like really they're gonna be nicer to me like they're gonna they're like they're gonna click with me yep yeah. and I know that I'm gonna be disappointed so like I don't really want to even try <laughs> like like, like, I don't want, like I don't like, they say that you're not supposed to meet your heroes they're not my heroes but they are still like this hero image of mm. that I've been looking forward to for such a long time and now that I've actually seen them in front of me I'm kind of scared because I'm I'll be disappointed mm. I'll be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. you play out extreme narratives in your head quite a lot, don't you, but it's very... good but it's it's great that you still have the courage to do it this is not something that you just make up by yourself. This is, you are there, you are talking to them, you are interacting with them. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it hard, like with the different English, it's kind of weird because we have Japanese students in the class. What I find fascinating is I have Japanese students in the class and they don't speak any English and I have to communicate with my Japanese students in Korean and that's a really weird thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Like there's a white guy and a Japanese guy and they're speaking Korean so they can understand each other because it's the only language they both know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yun so you're uh, with the international students, like speaking English with them. Does it become something different from a language? Does it teach you something, or what's that been like this semester? Mm, for me, I had plenty of classes and plenty of friends from like foreign countries, mm. and um, speaking from them kind of makes me catch up some of the attitudes when speaking English. Oh. So like. Um, especially the students from like native English speaking countries, they use certain words that I'm not familiar with, but sounds so natural. Then I would look up afterwards. Then I can like use it in like real life. And um, sometimes I would ask them, "What does it mean?" Or like, um, "It's not that familiar to me." Like, mm. you know, do you use it in like formal situations, or is it like friend friend thing? then they would answer me. So, mm. yeah, I think that um, the phrases and the vocabulary is not that complicated, the real-life English, than KSAT, but there are, like, always something new about the real-life natural attitudes, I think. Mm-hmm. How do you think you would do if you took um, English Sunung right now, the, the English test for KSAT? Mm. I'm pretty sure that my grades would not be good as I was in senior of the high school year. Mm. But I'm pretty sure that I can speak real-life English better than I was in high school. Yeah, exactly. Because when you look at how the Korean education system tests people's English, it, the, the questions that they give and these huge texts that you have to read with really convoluted English, mm. with really difficult vocabulary that's designed to trick you. Mm. And that's the judge of your English. Not being able to hold a conversation, not being able to say something gives you the ick, but that that kind of thing. What do you, what do you think about this? this, this what, mm. What's going on here, you three? Mm. Personally, I mm. think that they just make the simple sentences very trickier just to like fail students mm. because they have to select the like minimum ones that 
can go to like elite schools. Um, and the topics we discuss in the KSAT are not that useful in daily life, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like we had to memorize certain historical events in a certain way and there was a lesson from the story and we had to memorize it too as the teacher told us to do mm. and we would do all the same thing and for SATs there are like too many complicated things and they just make the simple things uselessly difficult not mm. to throw shade on like K education system but personally I think so Minjun Kyungin Sunung English the way it judges because it feels like it tells people that they're terrible at English but that's not English I don't know what what how is it they're more like an IQ exam than an English exam I think mm. Mm. Um, what's an IQ exam? not get an average score at least mm -hmm. even if i just just did my test without any studying what do you call that bare if you did what the bare minimum no no no, 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 no what like do you mean just going without any preparation there was a word for that off the cuff spontaneously Bare bee. bones, you're thinking? Bare bones. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody out there is screaming the answer. To it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I what picked it is. that word up from an Instagram reel. I don't remember. I have to look it up again. Yeah, it's not coming to me immediately. <laughs> but I, I just think there's this, it puts so much pressure on Korean people to, that English is not easy. English is very difficult, and English is a subject, and English yeah. has all these. Long words and very, very difficult topics. Um, but it's not something just like talking to somebody over dinner. Or it's not mm -hmm. saying something to somebody on the street where you don't need perfect grammar. You don't need amazing vocabulary. You just need to be able to communicate. And I think the Korean education currently really misses that. But I was looking at some statistics uh, that say that in general, Korean people's English skill is much better than in China and Japan. I was just with a, a Chinese American student and she said, yeah, absolutely, that's correct. Do Chinese and Japanese students have mandatory English? I don't know. We need some <laughs> Chinese and Japanese students here to tell us. But I was looking at some data, some ranks. I think I shared it with you. And it's like Korea was ranked 49th globally. And then China and Japan were around 80. Wow. Yeah, so they were, they were far lower. Mm. It gives you a little bit of kukbong, a little bit of national pride. Your country's <laughs> doing all right. I, I don't know. But, yeah. But yeah, I think it's because of mandatory education, maybe. Yeah, mandatory education, maybe the focus on studying and the desire, the mm. desire to do well and get into all those things. Mm. How does swearing work? Mm. This is really interesting to me because I know some people that will swear in English because they don't realize they're Korean people, but they'll swear in English because they don't realize the power of what they're saying or something like that, mm. right? And so they'll say, ah, oh, shh. Mm. They'll say, I'm, I'm going to swear now. I, I don't normally swear in front of women, but they'll say, ah, oh, shit. And I look at them and then I'll sort of, then I'll swear at them in Korean and they'll go, and they'll say, don't say that because they're not quite sure of swearing. And I think, you know, I remember when I first came, I would watch OCN and Super Action on the television. 
and I would watch uh, action movies. And when the people would swear, I would look at the subtitles and go, <laughs> wow, how do you say that? And it was always just the same empty Korean subtitles. It wouldn't actually tell you. But swearing in English, is that a thing? Do you ever swear? I mean, there's the meme that you can be sat in a coffee shop and they're nice coffee shop and they're playing hip hop and it's like, bitch this. And bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't quite realize. I hope not. Yeah. I saw like a lot of younger students in Korea listen to hip hop a lot. Mm. And there are like um, songs, hip hop songs from like English speaking countries as well. Yeah. But nowadays Korean hip hop uses a lot of English curse words. Mm -hmm. And um, some of not very fluent young students catch up the word from that and thinks that it is cool. Mm -hmm. So they use it like very um, without deep thinking. And um, I also heard this from my international friend who's from like English speaking country. Mm -hmm. She said that, oh, like nowadays, a lot of the boys in the street, they use um, the F words and the S words that you used before. Mm. And Sorry. they, yeah, <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, and they do not seem to really know the real meaning of it. They just like the sound or whatever. Mm. Just to add on to that, there was a, a TikTok and Insta trend, the uh, pimp named Slickback dance. Did you see that one? Yeah. Where they're sort of gliding uh, across the road. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that has the N-word in yeah. it. Yeah. Really? In, in some of the lyrics, yes, it has mm -hmm. the N-word. And I've heard that some uh, teachers in elementary and middle schools, they've had problems with the kids because they're, they're, they're lip syncing or they're doing the dance and they're singing that song as they do it. Oh, my God. Yeah, obviously it's very, and I'm not sure they really realize the severity of it, but they're seeing this global trend and trying to emulate it. Wow. Yeah. Kyungin, how does, how does swearing, any, any thoughts on, sorry, cussing for the cussing. Americans? Can I swear here? You can swear all you want, yeah. Well, <laughs> well let's say, for instance, um, um, let's say, screw the fuckers. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I yeah. know. Let's say, screw the but fuckers. It, but it makes sense, right? Yeah. When I was in high school, there was this kid. He was really cool when he spoke in Korean. He was like, like he had this attitude that was sort of attractive, I guess. Yeah. But like then he'd start swearing in English, thinking that was it, that you know it could add to his image. Yeah. It's like he always repeats shit the fuck. Wait, I don't. What, what does that mean, though? <laughs> like, like I know he's, he's spouting out the worst swears that he knows. I yeah. get that, but like they don't add up. Yeah. Like what does shit the fuck mean? <laughs> like, like 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 every time he looks really attractive. Like not yeah. not in like that way, but like he's he's attractive. Like he has this image going on with him, but then he just shatters it all with yeah. that. Like I really, it's really hard to like react to him. Mm -hmm. to, to make to like make him feel good about himself. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I might use that when I'm down the pub. I had a German. Well, I have a German friend. His name is Marcus, and I'm going to swear again. Do forgive me, but Darby Kyungin uh, started yeah. it. But um, he would say, "Fuck the hell." That was his expression. He wouldn't say "fucking hell," but he would say yeah. "fuck the hell," which is just like kind of the worst thing you could imagine <laughs> saying. But it's just this not quite getting the language right. Yeah, Luna doesn't swear. I guess. <laughs> so weird hearing that name. Who would do that? <laughs> I do swear. Okay. Not in Korean. I don't. I I grew up grew out of that. Mm. Um, but I think 
English curse words, swear words are much more bland、mm-hmm. when you think of it. Like I was so surprised when I first he- heard the phrase that you call somebody an asshole. <laughs> and I go, why would why would a person call another person that? In Korean, it's quite a cute word. Don't come on out, or something, isn't it? I mean, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. So much cuter, and they're much low level <laughs> compared to Korean curse words. Korean is a lot more abrasive, you think, and direct, and、uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect. I didn't expect swear words. Yunso, you didn't swear. Well done. No, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you succeeded. Yeah, yeah, I failed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>、um, I've never sworn in front of my mother. I'm never. No, no, no. I don't do that. I don't. I don't swear in the house. That's one of my rules. <clears throat> does uh does speaking in English change the nature of your conversations with other people? For example, if this were in Korean, if we were doing all this in Korean, obviously it would be much harder for me. Um, but Kapjagi, I'm curious about your ages. So we learnt that Minjung is twenty. Yeah. Kyungin is twenty. Twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen. Well, you're all basically the same age, actually. <laughs> <Yeah> . <clears throat> Excuse me, but if this, when you're doing stuff in Korean, you have to go to the onnies, and age comes into it a little bit. Does discussing things in English, so in my classes, especially in modern issues or East West culture, we've discussed feminism, we've discussed politics, we've discussed religion. Does speaking in English make it easier to discuss topics with other people, or no? That's ridiculous, David. I think、oh, that.、Um, I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>、um, like when I discuss in Korean, when I do group projects,、mm. then we should do like ah 편하게말씀하세요 which means that you don't have to use your honorifics、mm-hmm. between us. Like let's go with like very、um, friendly vibes. But English doesn't have really honorifics,、mm-hmm. so we can just skip that part, and the conversation itself becomes more friendly,、mm-hmm. easier. And、um, I found that Korean people,、um, almost everyone, waits for another people to finish their speaking, so they remain like silent if one one people are speaking. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I struggled from that too because I didn't quite have the chance to find where to like go into the conversation.、Mm. Yeah, the attitudes are like whole different,、mm-hmm. and sometimes the translations from certain. Phrases are different,、um, yeah. So when I saw your discussion questions, I thought of the one word from Marshall McLuhan, which is like "medium is the message,"、mm-hmm. and that is translated in English,、uh, translated in Korean as "medium message." But that is so abstract. Yeah, like, yeah, like does it mean like "medium means the message"? Does it mean "medium means the message" or "is the message"? But when you just do it in English, it makes sense.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the yeah. whole difference. Kyungin, the English does English help discussions? Is it more democratic or is it、mm. not? Well, well, when it comes to just skill, I guess、um, I I read books in English most、mm. of the time. So you you talk in the language where you learned the thing, but、mm-hmm. like that. Like you learn something in one language, and you have to talk about it in that language. You can't talk about it in any other language because it feels like you have to translate it. It just doesn't come as quickly, I guess.、Mm. So, 
Mm, I don't know, but like, like I have more chances to talk about like deeper stuff like you that you give us in class, in your classes, but um, not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I just know. I think one of the reasons I'm asking this is because I know if <clears throat> sometimes if I'm with people that are older than me, I naturally become in Korean, and we're speaking in Korean in Korea. With Korean people that are older than me, I, I naturally become a little bit more quieter, especially if they're my Hyongnim or something like that. Then I'm generally just a bit like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel very seriously the age or the, the difference in position between us. Whereas my English speaking friends from South Africa or New Zealand, some of them are in their 50s, some of them are in their 20s, and we just, we just speak like this. And so I, I just wonder if like topics or conversations or relationships, because there was this other idea that a lot of international students will tell me, which is it's hard to make friends in Korea. Mm. They sometimes say it's kind of hard to make friends in Korea. And I've heard that a lot. And I, I, and I thought about it and I came up with the conclusion, maybe if you're trying to make friends in Korea, that's the completely wrong perspective. You have to try to make Hyungs and Nunas and Onnis in Korea. Like, because that's how the relationships work. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure about this. I've experienced that too. Like, for me, friends mm. are like, Yunzo and I can be friends, even though we're different ages. <laughs> That's very <laughs> open-minded yeah. of you. <laughs> <laughs> age doesn't really matter for me. Mm. But then um, I had the opportunity to make more friends, go out a bit more. And then there was this one, should I call it boy or man? I don't know. Male. I don't know, I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> there was one student. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I said, I remember, I said, yeah, we should be friends. He answered, like, why are we friends? I was, I was so offended by that. Mm. And I was like, why aren't we friends? He said, you're, you're like my little sister. Mm. Like he said that we aren't aren't friends, but but like more of a sister. Mm. What kind of age difference are we talking here, Minza? One. One. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's sometimes. Yugyo boy, Yugyo boy. <laughs> Confucian boy. Confucian. You say Yugyo boy. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Yunso, you have any take on this? The nature of English is sort of it removes ages and Confucian hierarchies, or not? Um. Or? Yeah, I experienced not very similar, but similar experience. Um, when I make friends with like Korean students, mm. I might ask their name first. And the very next question may be the age, mm. the age and the year you were born. But a um, lot of my international friends just skip that part. So like deep inside, I feel like, should I call her Onni? Is she Onni or am I being like not polite as a yeah. confusion girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think about that all the time. I have, for example, um, in our class, we, we would have Raphael, the French girl, mm. uh, and Jennifer, and have I suddenly forgot her sister's name? Uh, Yazi. Yazi, thank you. I have no idea how old they are. Mm. Sometimes age, but in Korea, that age is a really important thing, isn't it? Mm. Um, more about English music 
uh, does music help? Somebody was telling me recently that they learn English through music, that learning songs was the way. You did, oh, you did Carly Rae Jepsen. Didn't yeah. You? Yeah, yeah, we did music. What have we missed so far? I, I'm trying to do this without looking at my paper in terms of speaking English. Maybe you had the question about like having a boyfriend or girlfriend who speaks English. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good question I came up with. Mm-hmm. Would uh, English skill be a, a turn on, a turn off? Uh, <laughs> I remember that. It would be a turn on. Okay. I think. Because I can do English. And I need a person who I can f- speak more freely to. Because mm. sometimes Korean words don't just pop up in my head. And then I would, I would sometimes, when I'm yeah, around nicer people <laughs> who understand <laughs> yeah. what that is, yeah. um, I would sometimes just put in some English words in my sentence, like occasionally. Yeah. Um, but then if I, if I have a boyfriend and that boyfriend doesn't understand me or thinks of that as like a bit um, trying to be classy or mm-hmm. anything, I, I don't think I could um, deal with that yeah. boyfriend. You want a guy that speaks English or can understand your English. Yeah, yeah. at least understand. Mm. I'm not that fluent myself, so... Just just at the level as I am. Yeah. So incredibly Korean of you, Minjong. I'm not that fluent myself. And not humble bragging, but yeah. you know what I mean. You're absolutely fluent. You're I demonstrating have. your fluency. Yeah. But I don't... I think there's a gap between, like, English as a foreign language English mm. and mm. then the native English. Mm. Kind have, of. Have you had a dream in English? Maybe once. Okay. Not much. <laughs> Not much. Okay. That's quite a weird... We'll come back to the dating thing. Let me just explore this one, dreaming, because I think it's because I live here rather than anything to do with my skill. But sometimes I have these very vivid dreams in Korean. Oh, wow. It's, I, I think it's nothing to do with skill, but it's to do with here and being around the language all the time and things like this. But then I, I'm, I'm going and I'm doing all this in Korean and then I wake up and go, that was really... <laughs> because it's almost like not my voice or it's something else or Kyungin, do you dr- have you dreamt in English? I dream in telepathy. You dream in telepathy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean Yeah. I've never dreamed I have I? I'm not sure. Like yeah. I can't remember if I did because like do you hear them? Or like yeah. do you read yeah, them? Yeah. I never re- I can't read. I've tried reading. I can't read in my dreams. <laughs> You've tried reading in your dreams. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see faces in your dreams? Yeah, I do. Okay. Do I? Are they like real life right now? (laughs) No, because like I know that they're them, but I. It's so. Exactly, you know that they're them, but sometimes it's them, but they have a different face. Sometimes Mm. that happens to me a lot. That happens Mm. to me a lot. Me too. Uh, Mm -hmm. Have you dreamt in English, Yunza? Like once or twice, but okay. yeah, I've been proud of it because some of the people around me told that, oh, like you dreaming in English is the like start of the sign that you are learning a real English or mm. something like that. Yeah, I think that's why I've heard it. That's why people talk about it a lot. But mm. it's strange to hear those things. Kyungin, would you date the? Um, I've forgotten his expression now. Shit, the fuck guy. How does English work in terms of dating? Like, is that a is that a turn on a turn off if somebody can speak English? Or? I emote in English. I don't do it in front of you people, but yeah. like well, when I'm alone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I'm alone, I'm very expressive because I don't really care about how people see me. But but if 
it's not like something that I can't show to people. If I want to, I can, but, and I want to if, mm. if the person is right. Mm. But they have to be able to understand me if I'm, if I'm going to express myself. So it is a massive turn on, actually. Wow. Mm. That's two out of three. <laughs> um, for me, it would be a turn on to like if a guy can speak English fluently and about like dating another people from like another race mm. would also be okay for me because it might sound weird, but I basically like all the humans. So like, yeah, I, I don't discriminate thing. people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but I thought of the language barrier would be a thing mm. because like not only the language itself the meaning behind the language can be different mm. so like if he means this then i can understand by this mm. then this could not be made i have worried about that thing but i guess nowadays we can learn english from like youtube instagram as she said mm. So yeah, I don't think that that's a very big deal anymore. Mm, 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 mm. And as you correctly say, we are all humans at the end of the day. We put these <laughs> different labels on like South Korean or North Korean or Japanese, but you know, yeah. left or right. Mm. Yeah, but we, we're all still humans. Yeah. We just use different sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes mm. that's quite the adventure to, uh, are there any languages that sound nice to you? I mean, I remember first hearing the Korean language and going, this sounds fascinating. Like I, I, I like the sound of the Korean language. What does it sound like? I'm, I, to me, it sounds very melodic. It sounds like singing to me, which oh. is weird because a lot of Korean people would tell me that there's very little intonation uh-huh. in the Korean language. I think they they were comparing that to maybe Chinese or Mandarin, Cantonese, but the Korean language sounds very sing-songy to me, really? very up and down, lots of intonation. That's how it sounds like to me. Maybe it's because like the 밥 먹었어? Like that? Mm. Right, right. Oh. Because it's just like, uh, 먹었어? Oh, 먹었어. It's just the same word, but the intonation oh. changes everything to it. I don't mm-hmm. know, but uh, it, it just sounds nice to my ears. I'm not sure why. Mm. There are there any, any other languages that, that fit, that go into your ear well, or some that, you know, just kind of great? French. Mm. <laughs> French is a good one or a bad one? Good one. Good one. Okay. It's my ears. Yeah. Mm. And then it's like really, really smooth mm. and really, really fast. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to learn French. I can't understand a word of what a video is saying. <laughs> like there, there are YouTube channels like yeah. speaking yeah. like street French, like real native oh, speakers, fun. like, yeah. and they have subtitles. I'm trying to write that down, mm. and then I look down for a second. I look back up. It's gone. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can get it. My mum has been watching. Um, she she finished She She finished Crash Landing on You. She's now nearly finished Itaewon Class. She's been over here a long time. She's mm. old, but she says the thing about watching the Korean dramas when she's at home while the kids are at school is that because there's subtitles, she can't do her knitting and watch television at the same time. Oh, Whereas yeah. if she's in England, because it's all in English, she can look down, she can be mm-hmm. doing her knitting and just like listening to the television almost. But now she's in Korea, she has to read subtitles. She's constantly just focused on the television. Mm. So she can't do her knitting. Very disappointing. <laughs> Does she have a, like a friend who, like a Korean friend? <laughs> Does she have a Korean? She has a Korean, she a Korean, Korean family. 
Oh yeah. Her New Year's resolution is to learn to use chopsticks. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good one. My daughter has tried to teach her Korean. Oh. My daughter, they sit down on the floor, and Elizabeth's oh. trying to teach her Korean. She's like this, but yeah, it's it, it's difficult. It's fun. I like learning new words. Um, you just mentioned this uh, kind of um, French street French video that you're watching. Uh -huh. Any any good contents for learning English? Any YouTube videos? Any things like that? Is there any? Is there stuff on Insta that you see or? I swear by Instagram. Okay. What what does your Instagram feed look like these days? A lot of contents. I can't relate. Um, baking videos, stay-at-home mum videos, babies, food. What, what mum videos? Stay-at-home mum. Stay-at-home mum videos. Yeah, they do all the cooking and things like that. Okay. Not not like. It's not girl boss ones, but it's stay at home and bake yeah, and yeah, yeah. things like that. Lots of contents, but they're all in English. Okay. Yeah, and I learn a lot from that. And I think um, there was this really popular method of studying English mm. that was a thing in Korea about like five years ago, six years ago. You have to watch a movie mm. in English. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to understand it with the subtitles. You have to watch the movie over and over and over again until you get the whole thing. Yeah. But then, um, for me, I did that once. Harry Potter movie? Oh my goodness, I watched that too much. I'm yeah. <laughs> I think it was like, like, Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It was yeah. really good. It was really, really great. But, um, you know, even in Korean movies, there's a difference between what we really use mm. and what the movie kind of you know, no. things use. No, no. So you can't use like, like, what's an example? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of an example. You can't use movie language down in the coffee shop or something like that, that's what you're saying. That's, um, in Korean, the phrases, the terms we use yeah. In movies are really 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 outdated sometimes okay. Oh, okay like in school high teen dramas mm. Mm. they use like like tamtengi ah it's oh, a okay. really 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 old word it sounds old yeah just hearing it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even use that in middle school yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and so um the thing is i thought um that would be the same for mm. english movies too mm -hmm. so it would be a lot better to watch like things on Instagram or mm. YouTube because people like upload things like constantly mm. in the real life. Are you an Instagram uploader as well? No. You just, yeah, <laughs> I'm a watcher. Really, you're a Anonymous watcher. subscriber. Just a stalker. <laughs> what was that word before we went? Tamtengi? Yeah. Tamtengi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a word for calling your homeroom teacher. Tamim Sansingin ah, is the correct right, right, word, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Are you, are you allowed to say, you can't say that to the teacher though, can you? Oh, no, yeah. you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. It's but a it's, very weird word. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. First I've heard about it. Kyungin, Insta or YouTube or like, how do you get English? Well, Ninjago. Ninjago, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you have to watch it over and over. Well, I did. Yeah, yeah. It works. It helps. It helps. It, it really helps. I don't know, I keep, recommending them to like people and they won't listen to me <laughs> <laughs> they just dismiss it why is it like an animation it's an animation it's like a lego oh thing. yeah i had a student once yeah she was like i don't really remember his name nara his name was nara he was really really into ninjago and he had like all these lego sets in front wow. in his living room like they were 
sprayed all over his living room. And I was like, what is that? And then, Ninjago-yo. Mm. Uh, okay. Mm. And I didn't know that was an animation. Mm, it wasn't. It's an, anim- an animation. Yeah. yeah. There's a movie as well. Oh, really? We used I... to listen to the uh, OST in our car. I'm trying to remember the ba- There was a metal song. Garmadon. Yeah, Say my a... name. Garmadon. <laughs> okay. and, and, and there's um, a rap in there as well. Yeah. Have you heard the OST? I think I do. I think I even know the lyrics. I my my uh, my son used to love the song where it's like I'm gonna take off my pants and throw them at my mum. Why would you throw that at your mum? I don't know <laughs> because if you're a Lego person, you can take off your own pants. Because you take you're, off your legs. You're, you're, you're Lego. I, yeah. I I don't know, but wow. yeah, they're big into that. But well, other than Ninjago, I was a huge Percy Jackson fan. I still am, and right now, yeah, there is a Percy Jackson um, adaption. Um, going on it's a tv series oh, in yeah. disney plus and you have to see it because it's so <laughs> tell us something about percy jackson i don't know percy jackson i had a crush on percy jackson when i was in third and fourth grade and i still kind of well like the thing is i i loved him in a way that i would love myself so i saw percy jackson as myself and uh-huh. like percy jackson the books are in first person so like whenever he talks i just imagine myself thinking in that same way mm-hmm. So it's really good to learn, and what's mm. really good to learn. Is he like a, a detective guy, or does he solve mysteries, or is it what? What does Percy Jackson do? I have no idea. He, well, he's ADHD and dyslexic. Okay. So he's he's sort of an sort of a social outcast, I think. Mm. But then he realizes that he's from another world, and mm. blah blah blah, and then he and yeah. other social issues, blah blah blah. So but he's an alien. No, he, he's, he's the son of a god. Oh, yes, like Percy Jackson and the god. Olympians. So Wasn't it like, Poseidon? Poseidon, he's yeah. the son of Poseidon, you know. <laughs> he's awesome. I he's love the him. son of Poseidon, like the god of the sea. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh. and his name's Percy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. What is, no, I'm, 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 it's a perfect name. I'm learning. What does he look like? Well, has he got blonde hair and a blue hat? In the TV series, he is blonde. Okay. But um, in the books, he has black hair and sea green eyes, and he's just perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect. Isn't that Harry Potter? Black hair and green eyes. <laughs> no, Harry's eyes are more emerald. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Percy's eyes are more sea green. Mm. Sorry, I'll stop peeking. They ship Percy and Annabelle. <laughs> Annabeth. Annabeth, sorry. Yeah. Um, Annabelle is the name that the god Dionysus calls him oh yeah as a again. joke i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm geeking again what was the question we suddenly got into shipping okay <laughs> i'm sorry I, I get so worked up i get really annoying when percy jackson comes into it i i never knew both these characters so green eyes is a thing between them when i grew up i always used to hate my green eyes i always wanted dark eyes i was like i don't want to i remember even once going to a, an optician's trying to get dark contact lenses because I didn't want green eyes. How come? I don't know. It's, uh, everybody wants what everyone else has. Mm-hmm. It's like all the girls with curly hair straighten their hair in the morning mm-hmm. to get it straight. Oh, yeah. And all the girls with straight hair curl their hair. Yeah. I was always mm-hmm. wanting the other thing, but I was, uh, it was always very, uh, didn't like my green eyes. But I never knew Harry Potter or Percy Jackson happened. There you go. I've learned something. Yunso, do you know anything about Percy Jackson? Is this new to you as well? Yeah, it's new to me. 
uh, we've learned something. Yeah. yeah. Percy Jackson and mm-hmm. Ninjago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's good. Um, do you have any advice maybe for people trying to learn English? Because you've all, you're all so very different and you've all had different experiences. But at the end of the day, you're all able to do this. And, and that's what I think is brilliant. So it, it shows you that it's not about one certain path. It, it's not about you have to just be exactly like Yunso or Minjung or Kyungin to do this. Right? You're very different. But do you have any advice or any ideas on people maybe that are struggling with English or, or communicating, expressing? names and anything that you might say about that yunso um personally i think that the confidence is the most important thing in learning any language especially in english it's so important because like if you get frustrated by your minor errors in your speaking then you cannot really grow your skills in speaking english so just be confident and meet lots of people and just get the chance of speaking English, like be brave, and then your English will suddenly get better. Mm. This is a really difficult question, but how do you be confident? Because it, it's really hard, like, just be confident. Like, I got it, <laughs> confident, I got it. But you know, that, that's what some people feel, like uh, uh, imposter syndrome or mm. the idea that you can't do it. Any, any tips on confidence? You should just start, um, if you if you just feel like to mess up a sentence but you have to just speak out loud mm. and if you have like international friends speaking in front of them helps a lot because if i'm being offensive like without knowing they can just let me know with advice and sometimes they would tell me that no your english is understandable you're pretty fluent mm. and from that i can get a confidence and they reassures me all the time. A girl, like, minor grammar errors are not a thing in sentence. Just be confident like mm. that. Mm. Mm. Is, there a, is there a fear about making mistakes, not in terms of uh, grammar, but also in saying the wrong thing culturally? Sure. Is that a, yeah? Mm. Can you tell me something about that? Like, how does that work? Mm. For me, personally, I didn't know about cultural appropriation about a year ago. Mm. And now I'm aware of it. I'm um, thinking more of a like, oh, I should not think of other culture as a like just aesthetic thing. Mm. But there might be more and more thing that I do not know about. Just like a year ago, me didn't know about cultural appropriation. Mm. And um, Koreans are much more like one raced people. We all look alike, mm-hmm. but in other countries, um, they have like very various nationalities and they get to know about various culture, mm. but we, di- we don't really know about another culture. So we cannot catch ourselves being offensive. We do not really know about it. So I have a fear for that a little. Mm, mm. But I think it's so good that you still speak up. Thank you. <laughs> because you can only learn, I, I, I think, but other people are generally, Online is very different, by the way. Twitter and Insta is very different. But on in person with people, like sometimes you're not sure what you can say and what you shouldn't say, but you, you, you have to learn and you have to go through that and hope people are open-minded. And in general, they are, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I, I love the courage. Min Zong? I forgot the question. Yeah, go on. Oh, you forgot the question. Sorry, I thought you said I have another question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you speak very quietly sometimes. Um, 
do you have any advice? Do you have any any anything to suggest about how people can be more willing to speak up in English? Or oh yeah, yeah. Um, to the kids, I would say read more books. Don't just like play games because um, yeah. I think reading really, really, really helped me so so much on my English growth when I was young. I practically absorbed all the series my mum would give me and I would copy a lot of sentences and I picked up my grammar from there because it would naturally come to me that this is right, this is a bit off. I learned like that. So um, don't like really engage in grammar. Just read a lot of books that's on your level, a bit higher up on your level. And... Um, this is a thing that my friend taught me. Mm. It was not for English, but it was for dancing. Mm -hmm. She would um, pick a song and then learn the moves mm -hmm. and then play it in tube, double, double speed. speed. Yeah. yeah, She would play double speed and try to dance in double speed. And she would like immensely improve after that. Mm. And I copied that from her and used it in my English. So the main problem when I was younger was that I spoke too slow. Mm -hmm. Like even for Korean, I spoke mm -hmm. too slow. Um, so I try to speak a bit faster every time I use English. And that's, yeah, I use that even now. What speed do you listen to YouTube videos on? Two. Two. <laughs> I'm one because, point because five. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Korean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all like Tongjiri <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be effective and bali bali and let's get yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what are you reading at the moment? Are you reading anything at the moment or these days, Minjong? What's um the uh, economic sort of things? My dad forced me into it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything on your list book. to read for fun these days? Fun. This is a hundred percent true. One of my seher kosims, one of my New Year's resolutions, because I looked at all the books that I read last year, and there was uh, thirty-nine of them, and I put them there. There wasn't enough Korean language books on there. So my 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 goal this year is to read more Korean language books because it was quite embarrassing to see the big list and like, omnende, That's one of mine. Shakespeare. Maybe. Shakespeare. I did that in Tongbam like mm. 10 years ago. So yeah. <laughs> I want to try it again because there will be some things I didn't catch that time. And I want to try it again. Things that you don't catch this time, I think. I think I, so. I'm at the age now where I reread books mm -hmm. because the books stay the same, but we change. Mm -hmm. We get five years older and 10 years older and, and you, you feel different insights. Shakespeare is very interesting because it's so lyrical. Yeah, you almost have to sing it as you read it mm -hmm. because it's written in that iambic pentameter mm -hmm. with the rhyming scheme. Fabulous stuff. I used to love Shakespeare. Edgar Allan Poe too. Edgar Allan Poe, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you read any uh, H.P. Lovecraft? I might be a bit dark. I'm going down that gothic uh, theme. H.P. Lovecraft is very, very... got some great turns of phrases. Always talks about um, unexplainable or incomprehensible evils but never describes them only by saying that they're incomprehensible it was so bad you couldn't see it it's mm. kind of rings a bell Where yeah, yeah, yeah. That? it's a call of cthulhu and things like this yeah 
But it's very interesting. Lovecraftian horror. Mm. Even you know you're doing well when your name becomes an adjective. I heard that in audiobooks. I listen to audiobooks when I go to sleep. Okay. That's where I got it from. Lovecraftian. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm suggesting. Okay. Do you listen to economics audiobooks when you go to sleep? No. <laughs> <laughs> I need to relax. Yeah. Then yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock you know Holmes. that there's an audiobook that Benedict Cumberbatch recorded. The audiobook of Sherlock Holmes, you know, really relaxing. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> but he can't. Well, he can't say squirrel or penguin. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which one is penguin? penguin. Pe he can't say penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict. Can't, uh, and in Korea, they call him cucumber batch. <laughs> I think that's one of the things I've heard about him. Why Fabulous though? Actor. I like the first two series of Sherlock. But then after that, it kind of got a bit Disney romance or something like that. It, they lost that logical explorations of it. Um, Kyungin, um, learning English. So, you know, speak up and be confident and read books. Mm -hmm. and you read a lot as well, though, don't you, Kyungin? Yeah, but I want to talk about confidence, actually, because yeah. it, it's some it's something's burdened me. Like, uh, you can't always be confident. Like, you want to be, but you will fail. You will feel. I'm sorry, but you will feel. But when you fail, like when you get caught off guard, when you get knocked out of conversation and you get flustered, you're gonna have to regress somewhere. And you have two ways where you can regress. Like, if you're a Korean person trying to learn English, when you get flustered, where are you gonna regress to? And the first option is to regress to like your smart self, your smart but Korean self. So, like, you can keep deluding yourself. Like, no, I know what I was going to say. I had this awesome com comeback, but I just wasn't able to say it because it wasn't Korean. Mm. But then you can also go to option number two, which mm. is English. You're dumb. You don't have any vocabulary. You're dumb, but you're st it's still English. Mm. Where are you going to regress to? Like, mm. if you go back to your Korean self, and if you keep deluding yourself, you it's like, it's like one person, like, the first option would be, like, trying to knock out a target with a stone mm. and the second option would be like trying would be like making stairs and just oh. mm -hmm. that makes sense it like, completely yeah, makes yeah, sense completely. yeah so yeah i think it's totally okay to regress but you have to regress somewhere better like not mm. your korean like you have to embrace being cringy mm. and you have to make yeah. Embrace the ick. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, like you have to make your. You have to have a, a stupid default identity in English. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, For, that's it. I, lo I love it. For me, it's not stupid. It's more like a yutihan, yutihage, mm. which mm -hmm. means uh, childish or, or, or sort of like even kindergarten y. Because in English, I'm, I can be, if I want, rather eloquent. Um, and, you know, people pay me money for my words and ideas. That's what I do. But Korean requires so much humility from me because I have to, you know, it's not an intellectual battle, but I really, if I stay in Korean, I have to accept that I'm going to sound very childish at times. Mm -hmm. And rather than going, no, I want to appear posh, rah, rah, rah. But I, I do exactly the same thing, Kyungin, that I, I now I stay humble and go, this is the level of my Korean at the moment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, man song. Get, get there in the end. But, uh, I, I I regress to the same place that you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really nice idea, actually, because mm. it requires humility, actually, doesn't it? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Kyungin, what are you reading at the moment? Percy Jackson. 
Oh, yeah, I actually am rereading. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 um, I was absolutely right. The TV shows are home, so, I mean, it's the perfect chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you taught me something about that. I like that. It, just before we wrap up, is there anything we've missed? I, I think we've covered everything. Like, speaking English, it feels like it. I had a point, mm. like an additional point. Mm. So um, it was concerning about English education. What do you think about Korean kids' English levels these days? Because I have kids at age six, they read AR 2 point something or 3 point something. Mm. My student reads um, A to Z mysteries at the moment. Mm. And he's six years old in Korean age. Mm. So that'd be about five or four. And That's really good, isn't it? That's yeah, amazing. it's really good. And then there are kids in my, like fourth grade and they can't say can't even say what do you do <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, i'm a yeah, student sorry. what do you do yeah, yeah things yeah. like that i have to teach that kid over and over for eight weeks mm. and she can't still answer what do you do mm. Mm. there are kids like that mm. how old is she fourth grade I don't, how old is fourth grade sorry um, uh, i get confused give me an age nine in american age okay yeah okay some people can sing, some people can't sing, some people can dance. It might just be that, but let me say, let me start the conversation. It's a good point you raised, Minjong, but I'll give you this perspective that some of the English that I receive from my international students from North America is, is just, I'm like, this is your level of English? Wow. In the, I'm surprised it's so bad. Oh, in a bad when, way. In a bad way. When they're given me written assignments, um, especially at Hanyang, where they have to write exams and things like this. And I, I look at it, I'm like, wow, this is, you know, not as good as I expected. I mean, surely you should be able to write. What, what is this? This is not even a complete sentence. I'm not saying it has to be perfect grammar, but I've been surprised recently by the level of uh, English that I get from my international students in that it's not as good. And by the same token, um, I think the level of English that I see amongst Korean students is definitely increasing mm. from 20 years ago. Mm. That kind of whole Konglish, like nice. Much more fluent. That, that's got, you don't hear that from young people. Yeah. If you speak to old Korean people, middle age, 30s, 40s, if they might say, oh, nice, like this. That voice comes out, mm -hmm. right? Which is really, uh, English speakers might not even be able to pick up what they're saying. But that's just gone amongst young mm. Korean people. I think that the levels here are getting much better. But maybe it's all kebake. Maybe it's all it case is. by case that yeah. some people can do it and some people can't. But overall, I think Korean students speak English really well. Mm -hmm. mm. But maybe a lot of it is not by choice. Maybe it's because their parents are just like <laughs> like tiger mums, just pushing them in. Like, you will study. You will do this. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just the Korean way, the Korean nature. Yeah, it's it's only been a few years since Korea's been sort of opened up to the Western world, right? Yes. Imagine what the and it compares itself sometimes to uh, Singapore or Hong Kong or the Philippines that had uh, European colonies. Korea had a Japanese colony, yeah. And and from 1939, the Japanese started taking away the Korean language. Not the whole period of colonization, but the last. And so, it was only very recently that. You know, Korea nearly lost its language and culture. So the past 70, 80 years have been really trying to reinforce its own, you know, that kind of gukbong, we are Korea number one. 
like young in the streets of the US, she was saying, well, we started this conversation <laughs> two hours ago, right? Um, but now I think what it might be like in 50, 70 years is fascinating to consider. Do you think we would lose our Korean, like, identity? What is a Korean identity? Like, you know, being Korean, Korean. I think nationalism is a very specific concept in time. So when did Koreans become Korean? This is a bit deep, but... Since... Did they think of themselves as Korean in the Schiller dynasty? I don't think they. I don't think they considered themselves all the same thing. I think there would have been difference between the the different um, lords and 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 the the yang or the kings and the slaves and they wouldn't have all considered themselves equal members of the same society. Oh yeah, that's true. I think the modern Korean nationalism, a lot of it came up from like a Shinteho. And the response to imperialism, colonization. So to be Korean is about maybe 120 years old. Mm-hmm. Mix in some tamunwa <laughs> gajok. I think that like multiculture would be accepted as a more natural thing because in Korea there were like three distinct countries. Mm. Then they would accept themselves as like distinct people at that time. Mm. But now we think all of them as our people. And then, like, uh, years, hundreds, or, like, decades of years later, we would accept another people from another country, like, as now. Mm. They would be accepted as a natural and a sure thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of the multicultural families and things like that, it's changing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I I think the current identity of Korean has been necessary because Korea is divided. Yeah. But I think, you know, it's... You've been to North Korea, right? Uh, not, I've been over the border, but I haven't. Yeah, over the border. Yeah. But what do you think, then, will happen if we do... Tongil? Tongil? Yeah, what do you call it? Tongil, reunified. Reunified. Yeah. Um, I don't know much about North Korea, as most typical Koreans would do, about their English skills. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. What do you think will happen? Will there be, like, some sort of... <laughs> mm, it was in 2000 and I might be I need to check my notes but I think it was 2015 that Kim Jong-un uh, changed the second language in North Korea from Russian to English really so um, before that and until like sort of 2010 but if you were walking down the streets in Pyongyang and if you look like me for example uh, if a North Korean came up to you they'd probably speak Russian to you wow. they would greet you in Russian rather than greet you in English. They would assume that you would be Russian. They would assume that you would be Russian speaking at least. Maybe you'd be from Eastern Europe or Russia. Um, and, and that was for the longest time. So Russian was the language there because Russia or the Soviet Union helped create North Korea just as America helped create South Korea. Who was the first president? Lee Sung man Why? Mm-hmm. Because he spoke English. Not only because he spoke English, but he had the connections as well. And it was about 2015 that uh, Kim Jong-un changed from Russian focus on English education. And that was so that North Korean students can read the latest science journals and information because they need to build their, their country and they need to build <laughs> nuclear bombs and they're doing all this. That means they need to read the latest information. So they need English skills. So he changed that um, recently. You know, North Korean people are pretty smart 
in general. Yeah. So I, I think there would be. Yeah. Have you seen the? Uh, have you seen the um, uh, the vlogs from the North Korean girl? I wanted to show them to you, but they got taken down. And there's a North Korean girl. Her name is a uh, Sunga. She sounds exactly I like know you. Her. She goes. Hey. To, yeah. Yeah. Hello. We're at the Minsu <laughs> Water Park, <laughs> and they go to the water parks and everything like this. And she she has a, a very British accent because she grew up reading Harry Potter. I think her father was British uh, diplomat in Britain. They, I heard they teach British English. They do. Yeah, because they don't like Americans. That exactly. Much. Yeah. And I've heard every time the diplomats are trying to get North Korea to sign an agreement, and they don't like the wording of it because wording is very specific. They say, "Oh, but this is British English," and they say, "Okay," and they'll sign it like that. Mm. Mm. It, it'd be interesting to speak English with North Koreans. I, I have one um, North Korean friend, but Park Tihan. I only speak to her in Korean. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. I was showing her, uh, my mum that after she'd finished watching Crash Landing on You, Pakti Han sent me a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year message. And I said, there you go. There's a, there's a message from a, a North Korean person. My mum looked at me and went, is that okay, David? <laughs> 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 yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I like off topic. I like this. This was fun. Um, it, it, it helped me get to know you better. I think you're all awesome. And uh, thank you for this. That was brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.